All right, everyone, and we are here to preview round seven. Pony and I will take you through all the RFAs, FAs, and a trade this week. Uh, Ichi and Scratch will be back um, a little bit later. Uh, Geelong and Stars have actually gone to see some real live footy, so um, it's all happening here in WA, crowds, football, uh, and a cat's loss that Viper's got to see in person. Well, he'd be pleasant to sit next to for that, Stars, I reckon. You can let us know all about that um, in Itchy and Scratchy a little bit later on. So, real footies here, uh, halfway through the rounds, and, yeah, big news coming out of the AFL this week that uh, there's going to be footy on every day for 30 days. We're going to get, I don't know, six rounds or seven rounds in in 31 days. Everyone's playing every four or five days. Going to be absolute chaos for coaches. Be interesting to see strategies, who goes balls to the wall and who holds their structure for uh, the coming seasons. Very, very interesting stuff. But without any further ado, let's get into the preview for round seven. It's brought to you by Pony Fish Islanders because he's got his nose so far up your business it's hard to know where he ends and you begin. Here comes Pony Fish Islanders with all the trade news. All right, and I'm here with uh, Pony Fish Islanders. We've got two probably slightly disgruntled coaches on uh, our Thursday evening as we record before Itchy and Scratchy. Um, yes, me because I have some spuds who don't like to touch the ball in the last quarter. And Pony, you had a bit of bad injury luck this evening. Fucking Selwoods. Fucking, they all should be retired. Unbelievable. Un fucking believable, eh? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I had to, and then who the DT87, Cam Guthrie. When's the last time he scored 111 in two games, let alone one? With people talk about fucking legless being kissed on the dick, I reckon um, fucking Dream Team 87 must have a big one because he's clearly getting kissed on the dick this season as well. Yep. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But you and I aren't here to talk about matchups. That's Itchy and Scratchy's domain. So without further ado, let's get into all the trades, RFAs and FAs for the week. And for the first time in a couple of weeks, we have a trade to discuss. And an absolute blockbuster at that. It is an absolute blockbuster. So it involves someone that is no longer on <laughs> on Legolas' team, Harry Jones, for uh, RFA number one pickup, Sam Simpson, with a swap of a third rounder and a fifth rounder. Going Third rounder going to... Uh, legless, which is probably worth more than Harrison Jones, and the fifth rounder going to uh, leg uh, to Manic. Yeah, so yeah, interesting trade. I I didn't see that someone would necessarily trade for Simpson, so I was probably a little bit surprised when I came out of a work meeting and um, saw that Legless had got him and traded him straight away. Um, but. Yeah, interesting, interesting one. Um, I mean, Simpson went all right tonight for 62, but he was a bit slow early on. So still probably warning signs in terms of kind of whether he gets games in the future. But then again, Sean well, keep hurting players. Each other, yep. So he probably, yeah, they lost two tonight. So he probably, secu job security went up just a little bit, I would have thought. 
yeah, so yeah, I don't know for for a two round pick swap, um, yeah, it might be okay, like just as a flyer. But I mean, yeah. what if he doesn't keep him? Well, that's the other thing too. I said, hey, is it someone you're going to keep? You've gone back two spots to keep to get someone on the field for six weeks. Yeah. So yeah, so, I, yeah, interesting I, I, I use. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, we like, we like, we like people taking chances. So I guess like it's okay from that standpoint. He hasn't given up too much, but then again, yeah, it's a really unproven guy. So like, do you really want to give anything up? So I can see both points, but yeah. yeah I mean, at best, you probably don't want to give up an RFA, I would have thought. So, and Legless seems allergic to actually using it. So I suppose for Legless, even though he's picked up a player, he put straight on the scrap heap because. Yeah. What the, the wrong... fuck is with that? Well, apparently it's confusing when both people's names are Harrison. So, actually, is his name even Harrison? I don't even know what his other name is. Uh, Harry. So, Harry and Harrison. Harry Morrison, who now resides in my team, who I picked up off the free agency, um, was meant to be the one that uh, Legless asked for, but he sent the wrong name through to Legless to use his RFA pick to get that. Um, so yeah, so basically he's moved two two rounds forward for someone he didn't want. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, bit of a fuck up there by Legless, but um, probably doesn't matter in the scheme of things. Um, uh, I think I think yeah. he picked up somebody when we get to the um. Conquer he got, I believe. Didn't I think he kicked Conquer out for someone else as well straight after that? But we'll get to that in a moment. Yeah, so, so anyway, that, good, good, that's, good. To that's see. our trade. Good, good to see we had a trade anyway. So, yep, good on so, the yep, so that's all good. And I'll have to remember to update the spreadsheet later tonight and put that on the on the website. So, yes, um, very interesting. There's a fair, fair bit of action on the old RFAs uh, this week. There's a couple of players. Um, it, you were the ex Harakas owner, weren't you? I was, yes. How do we feel about the uh, score on the weekend? Uh, oh, look, I mean, it, I think that was off three goals. So, yep. Zaharakis ain't going to have many weeks where he's kicking three goals. Um, so, yeah, look, I mean, I I didn't have a bid on him. Um, I wasn't going to go back on that train after my first taste of it. So, fair uh, enough. So be it, yeah. All right. So, what we'll do now, we'll start with the RFAs, and Legolas had the number one pick, and as we've just discussed, use that to pick up Sam Simpson. He sure did, yep. So, so we probably discussed that one. too much about it. No. Um, next up is David Zaharakis for Team Awesome, who got rid of, who the hell's Rourke Smith? Was he uh, a loop-de-loop option, was he? He was a loop, yeah, last, last week for him, so... Okay, well, and Zaharakis, well, he might not kick three goals every week, but um, he may have found a little bit of form and might actually start touching the football again, which is probably a good thing for him. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't see him getting much than kind of the 40, 45 that he's been kind of averaging. So, yeah. I, to be honest, I was quite surprised that Team Awesome, who hasn't hasn't got too much in the way of injuries on his bench, like, brought him in because he has been preferring to have these loop options so yeah uh, and he was quite high on the rfa list i think he was at like he was second three. i think he was second or third yeah 
yeah. So for me, yeah, I was like, oh, do you really want to do that? But then again, I really, I shouldn't criticise it because I think I was at about second on the list when I got Zaharakis two or three weeks before. So yeah, much the same. Mm. So next up was me. I dumped uh, the Brendan Archie because everyone scores so well against the Adelaide Crows apart from Brendan Archie. So I got rid of him and picked up, hopefully, uh, the new inside mid at Sydney, George Hewitt. Yeah, so I'm presuming you've got Hewitt because of the Sydney injuries and just yeah, well, he, more time? I think someone gave a stat that he scored, uh, he tended almost all the CBAs after everyone went down, and he scored, I don't know, what it, I think it was a bit, about at least three quarters of his points in half a game. So once he moves into the middle, so... Hopefully that trend continues because, um, yeah, with a few more injuries, I've, um, yeah, having to dip deep into the well. Yep. Yeah, no, I think that's a fair pickup, and you were quite far back on the RFAs, I think. So, I was, yeah. yeah, I think I was about six or something. So, yeah, so happy to get him because I didn't think I was going to get Simpson or Zaharakis. So, um, yeah, happy to get Hewitt because, like I said, hopefully with Heaney out and Kennedy out, and yes, he should be getting a lot more CBAs. I think they've done that a couple of times when they've had injuries. Hewitt's two or three times has been the man that's jumped straight into the middle there. So we'll cross our fingers and hope to see. Yep. Yep. Um, next up, uh, Vandermeer, who's in my classic team and scored a very solid uh, 70 something last week as well, I think it was. Um, what did he score last week? I think it's back to back seventies. They're probably not a bad waiver wire pickup. Yeah, back to back seventies, seventy six, seventy two. Now that he's found his feet at AFL level, he's doing a, a pretty decent job there. Yep. Yeah, I think that's a good pickup. I did have a quick look at him myself. Um, yeah. So no, nah, I think Dream Team eighty seven's done done well there. He's 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 picked up well off the free agents and RFA. And so far probably, this season. And Vandermeer's probably already scored more points than Patton has all year. So, um, yes. Fucking Patton. What's, what's, while we're talking about it, I mean, I won't hold, hold us up too much, but what's your thoughts on Patton so far as a Hawk? Well, yeah, you know, we've had plenty of guys coming from other teams who have not done well in their first year. I mean, Bergwin, I don't think, got on the park for the first year and being a three-time premiership player. Um, but Patton, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know about this blister on his toe bit or whatever the hell that was. Um, and then obviously his hamstrings aren't flash because they used them to replace all the muscle around his knee. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to work. So three-time premiership player, Burgoyne, so Hawks can't win this season? Hey? Sorry. No, I was just saying that the, the example was that Burgoyne came to us injured and he didn't play pretty much the first year because of his knee or whatever the hell it was. I think it was knees. And they ended up being a three-time premiership player. All right. So, just checking. Just checking. Just checking. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> Let's start shit. <laughs> that, that was a very legless thing of me to do. was very legglessly. Um, and then your good self got rid of one Carlton Crab to pick up another Carlton Crab. Uh, yeah, it was... Just feeling like I needed a little bit of mid-cover, not knowing what was going to happen with um, 
Shuey and Dersma, and I needed to move Stephen from um, playing in the mids last week to forward. So, um, yeah, Cunningham, I think yourself and DT87 discussed it on on Monday that uh, he he can have some good games, which he which he has, and he had one reasonable game for me, but then he can throw out a thirty. So. Um, Setterfield had scored 60s in each of his last three games um, yeah. and four, four of his six. So, um, yeah, I was pretty surprised by that and wanted to jump on that. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, um, like I said, I think I've got Cunningham in another league and, yeah, his scores have been underwhelming since he burst onto the scene with that 100. Yeah, yeah, very much so. So, Caldwell, who is back in the GWS team, uh, Disposable jumped on quickly and got rid of someone. Oh, I think there's another ex-Geelong light player there, Aaron Vanderberg. Good call. Inspired call, Hutchie. Um, yep. Definitely good pickup. Um, I don't think anyone doesn't think Caldwell won't be a good player when the time comes. His problem is that his time doesn't come all that often or... He doesn't get a clear run at it very often. So, well, it'll be interesting what his run at it is this week because um, isn't Taranto back? So Taranto is back, yeah. But I mean, Ward's out and they're missing a couple others, I think, from the midfield. So yeah, be interesting to see what happens and how long a run he gets this time. Yeah, interesting to see what he scores. But yeah, theoretically, good pickup because um, yeah, he only dropped Vandenberg, so it's not a real loss. Not a loss. No. Speaking of not a loss, Harry Jones comes into Manic's team, which was part of the trade, so we probably don't need to <laughs> discuss that too much because well, that's done. Yeah. All, all we can really probably talk about there is, yeah, Waterman dropped by Manic. Um, I think he brought him in to see what he'd do against Adelaide. Um, and, yeah, didn't work out, so off, off he went. Mm. So in the last of the RFA picks, is there a reason why anyone would use an RFA on a guy who hasn't played a game all year? Well, Disposables used an RFA basically on him every week, I think. <laughs> so, Sear, yeah. Sear picked up. Sears picked up and Stringer's gone. And Sears in his team. I don't know. I have to check to see if he's out of it. But he's Sears back in the team. Yep. 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 So, Sear was picked up. But, yeah, not, not playing. So, uh, bad luck there for Disposables. So, that's, that's probably about three RFAs he's used on him this year, isn't it? I think so, yeah, at least. At least. Disposables, what are you doing? No one else has touched him in the three other weeks. You haven't used it. Just pick him up when it's finished, mate. Now you're at the bottom again. Save it for the when you someone you want, dude. Anyway, enough of that. Now, all the free agents. So at 10.02 p.m. on Tuesday, fingers started typing and mashing away on the refresh button, and I got there first and picked up Harry Morrison. So the, so, cal- the calendar... Reminder worked all right on it on did. Well, see, it's a funny story here. Um, what time have, have you got on your phone at the moment, or clock, or whatever you uh, see? 9 22. Yeah, see, my PC actually has 9 30, and I can't unsync, I can't sync it to be normal time at the moment. So I'm eight minutes early, so I was well and truly ready. So whenever when it ticked over. For some whatever reason. So, Mercury, if you're listening to this, when I get back to work on Monday, you're going to have to talk me through how to resync my clock so it actually shows the right time. 
hey, hey, Merka, if you're listening to this as well, can you resync it a couple of minutes late? So no, give, don't be resyncing late. <laughs> gives us gives us all a chance. Come on, Merka. So anyway, that's just my funny little story there. Um, I'm, I'm sure everyone found it amusing. Um, but yeah, Harry Morrison. Um, yeah, uh, and and Liam Ryan. Liam Ryan couldn't couldn't, couldn't find score a spot against, there. Couldn't find it. Well, yeah, he was a bit of a flyer, hoping he'd score well against the Crows because everyone scores well against the Crows apart from the two guys I picked up. So thanks for your service, boys. And it felt dirty having that many Eagles in my team anyway. So, ugh. so yeah, we'll get rid of them, them crabs and uh, get a couple of or a hawk boy in. Yeah, fair enough. And Morrison uh, scored well last week. So, yep, yep, so another, another, another one I had a quick look at. But, yeah, I was just a little bit worried about his job security kind of yeah, well, always hope, going forward. Hopefully, if we... I mean, we're not having the best. I mean, we're three and three after playing a lot of good teams. But hopefully we, I mean, he didn't look out of place and the other fella, Day, didn't look out of place. So hopefully they get a bit of an extended run now. Yep. Uh, next, the big mummy is gone from Stars team for the booming kick of Kane Farrell. Well, yeah, Stars uh, realised that he already had four other rucks. So I think he thought, I can probably get rid of Mumford. And uh, I think Farrell was, was decent on the weekend, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he got a 90. Um, he, yeah, he had a pretty pretty good score. Let me just double-check that. But, yeah, pretty sure he, um, he had 90. I think Farrell was it. Yeah, so just taking a bit of a flyer. There's no yeah. real risk. So, yeah. It didn't cost yeah, him anything. 90, exactly. So a 45, a 36, and then a 90. So, um, oh, that know. doesn't... That doesn't... That doesn't me with confidence of yeah well there, there was talk that he, his roles changed a little bit he was taking some kick-ins um and yeah with his i think it's his left footer so they want him sort of setting up the play from half back so he might get a a few cheap plus sixes out the back and he's playing carlton and st kilda in the next couple so that should show if he's going to score he should be able to score against those two yep yeah you think so so um, that's, yeah, Kane Farrell. Um, McIntosh comes into the Slippery Gypsies team at the expense of Tom Scully. Yeah, so he's lost patience with Scully, which is um, which is interesting. I think he is. Was we'll he a keeper? Uh, no. No. no um, I think Vipers drafted him and dropped him relatively early. And, yep. then, and then Slippery held him ever since after then, after that. But, yeah, he's lost patience and, and he's gone. So, he's, uh, I think McIntosh is a good pickup. Yeah, um, well, with all the injuries, he's, yep. um, he's, he's yeah, got a role. And I, I mean, I don't know about you, I still remember the, um, his first game. Uh, none ever heard of him. He was playing on that first game a couple of years ago and he was a rookie and everyone, everyone picked him up. So, I think he scored 100, 114, I think, in his first first game, I think it was. They thought he was the next Sam Simpson. That's it. That's it. And we all know how that worked out for the young fella. Yep. So, so better, better, hopefully you have a bit better luck with Sam Simpson, Manny. Yes. So, yeah, 82 last week. That's a, a pretty fair effort. So, see how he goes. Yep. Now, I was very close. I was umming and ahhing whether to pick this man up myself, Steve May, that Slippery's picked up. He's dumped Pickett and picked up May. But my issue was I was going to get him and stash him for a little bit. The issue is I've got four players on my bench or five players on my bench who aren't playing already. So 
didn't have a lot of room to stash. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, slip drop May three or four rounds ago. So he's, um, and I think he's consistently been on Slip's team previous seasons. So yep. he's, he's just brought back an old boy um, just to, yeah, solidify the defence. So not a, not a bad pickup. Yeah, and he probably will go all right against Hawthorne because we'll probably bomb it in there and he'll probably take about 10 intercept marks. So yep. that's, yeah, nearly picked him up myself and got rid of something. Maybe should have now. That's a bit, yeah, sort of annoys me a little bit. But anyway, it's done now. Yep. So next up was me needing a bit of mid cover because I didn't have any. Um, I got rid of Todd Marshall and picked up young Mitch Hibbert. Yeah, don't know a lot about Hibbert. So what what was it that you saw in him? Well, basically he he, he was picked. He, he was originally on North Melbourne's list and he was meant to be a gun inside it. Um, had a lot of injuries and ended up getting tursed by um, North and Essendon picked him up for a packet of peanuts. Um, and all during the preseason, there's a bit of hype about him. He's going to be inside. He's going to be doing this, blah, blah, blah. Got injured again. And, um, yeah, it's taken this long to get back in the team. And obviously there's a fair few injuries. And he's he's a – well, he was rookie price, but he's not a rookie. He's a mature age guy, um, big inside body. So hoping that he can get in and get a get a few points for us there. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, Marshall, like, has had some good weeks along the way. But uh, personally, myself, I'm never big on kind of the key position forward types. I think they're more prone to good games and then very bad games. So yeah, yeah I think I worth, worth a fly. I think I, I think I picked him up when he was playing Adelaide. So I think that's one of my other ones, and I just kept him around for a little bit longer than the the Eagles boys. Yep. Yep. So speaking of Eagle boys, Willie Rioli's found his way to the scrap heap and the not playing Jackson Nelson has come into Dazed and Confused team. Yeah, that was a amusing little loop selection of Willie Rioli by Dazed. Uh, I I did have a little chuckle to myself at that one, and uh, yeah, he's just looking for a bit of help there with, with Nelson with the, in the defence. I think there's a few boys in his defence that have been letting him down. Um, mm. yeah, Nelson's not, so. he's not playing, though. No, no. Well, is, is he, he's extended bench, isn't he? He'd have to be on the extended bench. He's an yeah. orange dot at the moment, so he'd be extended bench. Yeah, so uh, no doubt he'll keep an eye on that if he's still on his team. I haven't seen whether he's dropped him or kept him at this point. Uh, yes, and then the infamous Harry Jones has made his way out of Legolas's team for Reese Conker, who's not playing. Yeah, who's not playing. Uh, I think Legolas was getting a bit of a hard-on about Conker potentially only being a week away. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. Jones wasn't... Jones oh, on the extended bench, and he only scored 30-odd, so yeah. it's probably not worth hanging on to for a week if you want Conker, because... I dare say someone would pick him Conquer up the week he's due back, I would would have thought. Well, we'll get back to Conquer in a minute, I think. Um, then I made a move. So I dropped Dean Kent and yep. brought in Brody. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just felt like Fiorini and a couple of others, potentially maybe even Holman, I think copped a knock in the 
third quarter. Yep. Which at the at that time, I was like, oh, I might open the door for Brady. Um. But yeah, and then Kent, I got rid of. Uh, had a, had a good week the week before. Um, and then started playing like a Kent. And then, yeah, I think he had bugger all possessions, got one goal and got 30-odd points on the weekend. So I was like, oh, shit. St. Kilda's going to be looking for a few scapegoats. I'm not even sure he's yep. going to get a game. So oh, I and got off that one. Yeah. I think, yeah, also we're not going to find out till after lockout anyway whether he's playing or not. So that's um, interesting. Yep. And so, yeah, okay. So uh, we just spent a little bit of time talking about Conker. And all of a sudden we find... He's not in uh, Legolas's team anymore. Yep, he's gone, and Atkins brought in, and it looks like from this dot that Atkins might be on the extended bench. He is on the extended bench indeed, and um, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if yeah. Well, again with the two rounds up move, um, it's a bit of a roundabout to see who's actually going to end up in Legolas's team. So is it is it a good pickup then? If you if you said because I mean essentially he got a two round upgrade uh, from a fifth to a third off Manic and brought in a more experienced Atkins who might actually get a game. Like would might you... actually get a game. Now, I suppose if he got the player that he wanted, and it'd probably turn out, um, yeah, if he got Morrison like he'd planned, then probably that's definitely a good deal. Um, as it is, moving two spots up for giving up your RFA pick is probably neither here nor there, I wouldn't have thought, in the long run. So, yeah, I, I, I still wouldn't be... Even though you got the wrong one, I wouldn't be too upset if I was legless. No, nah, I, I think he's done all right if uh, if he's ended up with Atkins. I think he's done okay. Yeah, I'd actually probably more, probably more have a go at Manic for giving up two rounds for someone off the RFA. Ah... Uh... I don't know. I think Simpson can still, you know, he's worth a flyer. But yeah, I mean, yeah, well, yeah. Well, if, if, if you're at the top of the list, performs, he might he might not be a keeper. So that's yeah. that's probably the only knock on it. But he does have a lot of um, extra early picks, manic. So he's obviously just thought, oh fuck it, I'll take a flyer on him and burn an early pick. So speaking of burning picks, manic is next up and got rid of the thug Ben Long. And picked up everyone's favourite ruckman from Fremantle. I think he's a ruckman. I'm not sure he's a ruckman. I don't know what he does down there. Uh, Lloyd Meek is back. Lloyd fucking Meek. The and Meek I think shall inherit the earth. And he looks like he's on the extended bench as well. He is. So a lot of extended bench pickups. Yep. So, yeah. yeah, obviously looking for a bit of cover for Sean Darcy. And I'm not sure whether Sinclair got named. Uh, let me just double check. Here we go. Where is Sydney? Uh, uh, Sinclair is in. Is he on the extended bench or is he in? Just in, I think. Yep. Nah, fair fair enough. So, yeah, Manic was obviously just looking for some cover at that point. They didn't pick McInerney either. That sucks, my classic team. But anyway. um, Yeah, so, yeah, bit of cover there. And, yeah, he's back in. So, yeah, Dazed and Confused has gone again and picked up another person who's not playing. Yeah, wasn't Asprey still injured for a couple of weeks? He is indeed. So, um, it's very interesting to pick up that because, yeah, he is still out injured um, for a couple more weeks, I think. 
So I wonder whether he's trying to do some kind of loop action in defence. Yeah, in defence, and and I know he did have Asprey, so maybe he's thinking, all right, well, I can I can kill two birds with one stone. I can grab a guy that I want to get back in the team, and also use him as a loop option. Mm. Um, but yeah, Keith Keith uh, is a surprise. He did draft him relatively early in the draft, um, but he just hasn't performed for him. There's been a lot of 30s, um, just hasn't worked out. And I think also the other issue for him has been he feels like he's got too many Bulldogs. So if he's got a Bulldog there that's getting him 30s... He's, he's the one um, that's going out the door. Yep, he's, he's yep. had to send him off. So, yeah, so then what, what day are we in today? The 16th. So you decided that Brody wasn't going to get a game early and picked up uh, Snelling. So, yeah, continued to do research on Brody after I picked him up. Um, and I caught an interesting little snippet in a random article hidden somewhere that he wasn't in the travelling party in Sydney that stayed there because did they play there last week, I think? I think they did, yes. Yeah, so he, he still wasn't in Sydney um, from their trip last week. So I knew straight away then, uh, okay, all right, he's not there. Um, Will Powell's the only midfielder backup that's in Sydney. So I knew he wasn't going to get a game this week. So that's why I bit the bullet early and uh, flicked him before kind of other options were, were taken. And, uh, and yeah, needed to revert back to a forward. So Snelling has seemed to get some quite large rounds. Um, kind of has a bit of the Dean Kents about him that he gets some lower rounds as well, but he seems to be playing a bit more on ball, certainly more on ball than Kent. So I think yep. he's a better option. Yeah, I actually picked him up in another league as well and snuck him in at uh, F5. So, yeah, not a bad pick up there. Yep. So, but uh, speaking of Keith, he's now made his way into Arza's uh, team at the goalpost climber, Dean Rampay. Yeah, and uh, and Stars used an RFA on Keith there. He did too, I've just noticed. Yes, so interesting. He must have been really keen for some... Keith, is Keith young enough to warrant an RFA for Stars or not? Uh, or do you think maybe he's just not noticed? He probably isn't, but he did you know he did play cricket? Apparently so, yes. I heard a rumour. Um, um, yeah, from the same guy that told me that um, Pendlebury played basketball once. So, yeah, interesting stuff. Yep. So, um, yeah, I'm much of a muchness, I think, there. Yeah, probably. I'd, yeah, I don't know about the RFA use on that one, but uh, I don't think any. I don't think anyone was kind of I've, chasing a thirty averaging defender. No, I got rid of a couple of them a few weeks ago, so not not really in a hurry to get them back. So yeah, good job, stars. Good job, stars. Speaking of good jobs, it gets a bit, everyone gets a bit dizzy here because Brody's now in uh, Manic Monkey's team at the expense of the uh, rack ruck backup Meek. So that didn't last very long. And yeah. then speaking of not lasting very long, Brody's <laughs> out and Gibbs is in. Yeah, so, so I'm, a, not sorry, sure, yeah, but, I'm not sure uh, what made Manic drop him, but I did kind of chuckle when I saw he picked Brody up, obviously thinking, mate, I don't reckon you've seen the article that I've seen about him. but uh, Probably then did at some stage very quickly. So, and then, yes, yeah, and then he's done 
jumped on the Gibbs train, so Gibbs looks like he might might get a game this week. He's on the extended bench, so he's he's a fifty fifty shot at the moment. Eight people sitting there, four spots. Watch this space. Yep. All right. I think he I think he's not gonna get named. I reckon he'll be an emergency. Yeah, so. I think yeah. I don't see how he plays ahead of the younger kids on that bench. So What's the point? Yeah, I just don't know. Yep. Uh, he might end up back at Carlton next year like Eddie. Could do, and uh, and he'll probably be an okay player if he get, gets back to Carlton too. Mm-hmm. So after using RFA to pick someone up, would you drop them before they had a chance to play for you, um, Pony? Uh, if they're not playing, I probably would. So he's probably oh, done so- right. He's probably you'd done probably, the right thing there. but So you'd probably be a bit annoyed that you used the RFA for the third time on someone and then got rid of him again. Well, yeah, I was going to say that would, that's probably the thing that I wouldn't do. I might not use an RFA on him three times for the same result. So, Yes. No so, ideal. Anyway, Disposables got rid of Sia and picked up Jack Sinclair, who I yeah. hoped is playing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So Sinclair and Jack Stephen are in different states. So Disposables thought, "Yep, look, Sinclair's not preoccupied with Jack Stephen, so I can uh, bring him in." Hmm. Very good. Um, yeah. So just still can't get over the fact he's used RFA on him three times to get rid of him before the start of the next round each time. We've got some inter- we got some interesting coaches in this league. We do have some very interesting coaches. Um, Superboot has been fired by Stars. Obviously, yep. the cannon um, misfired. Gone. I think, yeah, he's he's had enough of his fucking mucking around <laughs> shitty scores. So, yep, I think that's a, a good pickup of Fantasia. So, are you going to say it or do you want me to? Horatio Fantasia! That's uh, that was a weak effort, but yeah, probably yeah. better than any effort that I would have been able to do. So I'd do it louder, but there's half the house is asleep, so we won't go there. Yeah, yeah, nah, fair enough. Well, I, I think that's a good pick up by Styles, so yep. well done. And he hasn't used an RFA on that one, so even better. Yes, and um, the the uh, spin and spin cycle continues at Manic Monkeys. <laughs> Bryce Gibbs is out, and Georgiades from uh, Port is in. I feel like I've seen this story before of Georgiadis. Yeah, it's it's almost seal like, isn't it? Yeah, it's fucking fucking hell. Like he's he's in every week for for Manic, and then he'll he'll work his way out at some point again. And I'm not sure why a key forward you'd be that keen on all the time. He oh, he's always going to have games where he kicks goals, but there'll be lots of times where he doesn't. You know what it is. It's because Manic read that article that Josh Carr said that Georgiades is going to be the next Nat Fife. Ah, well, there you go. That's obviously set set off the Fremantle bells inside of his head and he's off to the races. So, yes, obviously. So, we just got to mention, okay, maybe if I want to trade with... I've got to find a Frio link to whoever I've got to sell Manic and then he'll just buy it. So, yes, I'll work on that during the week. Maybe you can sell him an emergency to put on Dugowie. That's it. So why would you have a player on a Thursday night that you wouldn't put the E on? Not, not sure what he's thinking there. And, um, of course, it's always, it's always the week that uh, you don't put the E on. Uh, it's the one where they the do score. really well. Yeah, they go out and 
basically score a hundred. So That's, yeah, that have to, you wouldn't want to lose by like thirty points, would you? And especially the Vipers too. It's a oh, that would that would hurt. That would hurt losing to Vipers by thirty with a ninety four sitting on your bench with no E. Yep. Yep. Oh, I imagine that Stars and um, Legless will get right into that tomorrow night when they uh, do their post uh, or post second game preview of uh, of the rest of the round. I'm sure they will. So next up, Vipers decided to join the party and get rid of Kale Hooker for Lachlan Keith. A uh, bit of a yeah. uh, nothing yeah. move. They're both they're both awful. So. Very much of a muchness. Yep. And then DT87 is going with some, I presume, loop looping action. Starsevich out and Jack Petrocelli in. Yeah, yeah. So it has to be for a for a loop because otherwise, why would you drop a, a playing player in Starsevich? And then get rid of him two minutes later for Liam Henry. Well, that's what I don't understand. Like. Oh, actually, no, I do understand. He, he's got he's got Liam Henry because he wants a mid-forward loop rather than just a forward loop. Yeah, a forward loop. Otherwise, I was like, why the fuck would you pick up Petrocelli and then drop him when he's not playing anyway? Yes. Like, but yeah, so, that would be if you, After the DPP for the, the loop action. So there you go. That's pretty full-on list there. I suppose our list gets extended each week when everyone does a spin dry and drops people and picks up the same people, then drops them again, and then, yes. Gives fair bit to talk about. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't help us kind of, you know, when we're we're trying to have an early night type of scenario and yeah, we're fucking talking about players that pop up at the end of the list getting dropped again. So uh, yeah, you guys pull your heads in, just get it right the first time, would you? Not that hard. Yep. Exactly. All right. So what we'll do, um, what whispers do we have this week? Uh don't really have any to be honest. It's been been very very quiet. But uh, very quiet. Were, you were telling me before that you had a little nibble at something. I had a little nibble at uh, big boy Ben McAvoy. See if I could get him cheap on the sly. But obviously stars is right on top of the information flow. And um, yeah, I couldn't get uh, get any interest on a low ball offer for the big boy. So let me get this straight. So you knew that. Uh, something had occurred to Segler, but you thought you'd try and get in super quick before it might be public knowledge? Well, it was public knowledge. It's just, yeah, it uh, depends which part of the public you're looking, I suppose. Yeah, right. And uh, so what happened? Did he, was he just not interested in your offer? Or no, I'm guessing, the I'm, news? I'm guessing as soon as he found out that I put an offer in, I'm guessing he jumped on Twitter and had a look around and saw the same thing I did and came back and said, get stuffed. <laughs> so fair enough, I said. So, yeah, well, I was just hoping to sneak one in before um, before anyone noticed the, the information, but um, should have known better than that with um, stars. He's well on top of the, uh, well on top of the information flow. Wouldn't be the first time you snuck one in. No, that's true. That is very true. So, yes, unfortunately, um, it was a no-go zone this this time. Yep, nah. Well, it would have been uh, good comedy value if you were able to get it done. So, yeah, we're yeah. always yeah. worth always worth a try. I just you just never know. You you know you could be busy at work or something, and you might just happen to sneak something in. You just never know your luck if you don't ask. 
that's it. So not not fair enough. But yeah, otherwise very very quiet. I think it's just going to be the rhythm that we're going to be in. I think for most of this season, no one's really wanting to make any moves where it's going to cost them anything for the future. Um, yeah, just compromise season. So yeah, I think I think it's going to be. We had our flurry of trades before the restart, and I think that's probably going to be the extent of a lot of the trades this season. Mm. They'll be interesting to see what happens. So, yeah, thanks very much for that, uh, Pony. Um, like I said, you boys start providing us some stuff for the Whispers, and um, we'll see what happens this weekend. Yeah, good, good to have you back, mate. It was uh, it was very stressful last week trying to organise Stressful week. This this rabble. How can you fucking message basically everyone in the league and everyone was busy? Seriously, guys, pull your heads in. You know these things just don't happen. Got to get, yep. got to be involved. Make it happen, boys. Very stressful. Needed needed. Uh, you know Sunday Sunday off and and I think Dream Team eighty seven filled in well. So uh, that was no, good effort a, by him. Did a, did a good job. So yeah, we'll see how we go this weekend. Awesome. All right, mate. All right, cheers for that, and I will catch you soon. Cool. Take it easy. Well, it's another week in fantasy. Here we are. You and I, a bit late tonight, though, buddy. What's going on? Hello. Hello, Legless. Yeah, sorry. I um, couldn't make last night. I was had a mandate with Lamb. King the mighty, mighty Collingwood um, with Magpies beats the poor Geelong. What were they called? The Cats. Yeah, yeah, that was a bit of a dire performance, really. Just old blokes falling over uh, everywhere. At least we stayed dry, and our heads were nice and warm. No, no, no slipping accidents with your foreheads. No. And I heard you had a nice beer down at Bright Tank Brewery, which is a good plug. Yeah, went for a bit of a trek. Um, wasn't quite sure how far it would take, but how long it would take, but we got there in the end. Oh, it's good to hear. Well, should we uh, get started? Do a bit of a round review. Yeah, let's go. Let's get stuck into it. We've actually done some notes, some research this time. So, <laughs> see how we go. Um, kick it off for the first game, as always, yourself being the uh, commissioner, has seems to always have the top spot. Always in one. Um, so. <laughs> Legless is taking on disposable heroes, so a bit of a, you know, um, Legless, he's number one. You've won your last five. You have the highest percentage, you have the most points for, and also the most, the fewest points against, which shows a bit of a kiss factor that you have got this year. Mm. Um, I mean, what more do you want to say about your team, apart from it's looking pretty sharp? So just let, let the uh, listeners know we are recording before the Monday squads have been announced so there's a lot of question marks next to the Crows and Saints players but with Hunter Clark, Dodie, Crouch and O'Brien being your boys there they'll get named surely it basically leaves you with almost a full bench as well you've got um, Zach Fisher's the emergency, Toby McLean got dropped unfortunately and then you brought in Rory Atkins who might even be named this week so that's basically yeah, when, never, when all of us are struggling here to field at side, you are looking good. When's my boy Vac Fisher going to get a game? Keeper? <laughs> Shouldn't have been. 
Oh, look, I, I think that's the least of your problems. I mean, you you got to work out, do you play Nick Nat, who's averaging 66 in the ruck? I mean, you've got Riley O'Brien averaging 85, if you don't mind. And that's just tough life for you, isn't it? <laughs> I'm I, I honestly looking for your team. You've been kissed with DPP. You've been kissed with players that shouldn't even be playing. Um, looking sharp. I, I can't say anything more, annoyingly. Well, we'll uh, do we go over to the opponent then? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk any more about your team. Uh, well, having a look at it, the back line, Heath Shaw, I think, has been super, super consistent. Can he keep it up is the question mark, especially with the games being condensed. Um, 70 last week, got a fairly tidy average of 60-plus. Carafa, Heath Shaw. Oh, look, and he's going to go out kicking, literally, like plus sixes everywhere. Um, in the back line, the return of Ryan Burton's been very handy because I think it's pushed Dan Houston's points up as well. So that's those two together make that team look even better on paper. Um, going into the midfield, Adam Trelaw, 119. If you don't mind, three weeks of 30-plus. He um, uh, doesn't he? He doesn't mind it at all. I don't think he takes a breather. Uh, what a pig. He's, he's got to be putting his hand up for pig status. Um, the rest of the midfield, there's a lot of DPP action in here with yeah. Simkin, Rosier and Brayshaw. Probably all guys you'd love to have in your forward line, but with the midfield injuries, I think he's just been put in a position where that's where he's got to field them. Um, but I'm expecting Brayshaw to have a pretty decent game back in the midfield again with Fife missing. Um, so, yeah, a lot of DPPs, probably not where you want to be playing them, but you, you take what your cards you've got. Um, Marshall and Riley O'Brien come up against each other this week, so it'll be interesting to see how the one-on-one goes. Um, both very similar style Ruckman, so could be a good battle and could could affect each other's points. Any, any Riley O'Brien tweets with his new phone about Marshall? I bloody hope so. He needs to get, get more of that. Just get on it, you know. <laughs> Just get on the tweets and rack up hundreds. Um, the forward line? Forward lines, yeah, I mean, I... Do you think Paddy Ryder and Jack Sinclair are going to get named for St Kilda? They're, they're the big concerns there. Well, hope, well, for his sake, hopefully not, because it means Marshall will play solo ruck. But does he have? He has brought in Ham off, off the waiver wire as a heartbeat to cover that. But yep. is Sinclair going to play? Um, uh, that- yeah, look, I don't know. I think, but he does have Ham and O'Brien. He's got, uh, sorry, Ham and Brown, Brown as his emergency. So he still has cover there. Yeah, so we'd obviously have to wait for an hour or so before those squads get announced. Yeah, what are your thoughts? Um, just looking at the injuries also, just noting for for poor old disposables, I mean, you've got Tom Green, Nat Fife, Sheil and Cochin on the bench, That's and Jed Anderson. Yeah, that's, make, that's a massive hit. Injuries. They're all starters. Um, yeah, so look, I think you're a sure thing. Um, projected to win by over, over 100. Uh, I think it might be more than that because you're unbeatable. You can't lose this game. Don't jinx me now. All right, moving on. We'll move on. I won't plug. I won't plug it anymore. <laughs> you think you're a shoo-in, don't you? Hockey cunt. All right. DT87. Last week took a few big injury hits. Um, the Mitch Duncan injury and the Josh PK um, injury to his knee. So they're out for a few weeks. I think Josh Josh Kennedy's out for probably about six. Yeah, That's a massive hit because he was loving Corona Ball. Like, he was dominating Corona Ball. To go along with Zach Williams, who's already been injured, and obviously Tom Cutler's a bit of a, a role player there. Um, so those, those are two big outs to happen in, in the one week. If you look at his... Um, so his defence is 
again, you got Lockie Weller. I think he believe was picked two in the redraft. It's all, it's all solid. Nothing outstanding, but that's going to score your points and probably win your games. Well, it won't lose your games, put it that way. The mids, no. just a bit like the last game, there's a few forward mids playing in the mids. So Josh Kelly, Jack Zebel are players that you really love to be able to field in the forward line. Yeah. Um, but obviously injuries have, have meant that a bit of a reshuffle was happened there. Cam Guthrie, 107 from last night, lock and load. That's a score. And he's he's been so good, in again, in Corona Ball, averaging 76-plus. Like, that's mint. And wouldn't have been drafted early at all. Would have been a very late a late pickup yeah. if the waiver wire. Hmm. Um, Zach Jones, is he playing, is he playing this week? Uh, think... He played last week. He played last week, so I meant to play this week. Yeah, Parker, Ed Lane, did a solid contribution. Oh, actually, Parker's a bit more than solid. Parker's a gun. Carl well, Abel in the midfield, sixty-three, so that's not too bad. Um, Max Gorn, Santa Moore. Uh, the forward lines looking okay. Chad Wingard was a bit has been a bit up and down. Butler came back to earth last week, I think. Yeah, he got a bit of a he, he obviously had a great first game last week. Is he going to be a fantasy player? I don't think so. But no, I think Flash Flash is a brilliance. We'll find out. Obviously, he's definitely one to watch um, in terms of football status, but is he going to mm. score you those points or does he have to kick big bags of goals for that? Yeah, I mean, he's got a couple of guys on it, as his emergency forwards and mids that you might he might consider looping. Um, you know, will Rayner get that mid-time? Maybe not this week because they haven't, they have basically haven't lost anyone. They've brought back Robbo. Yeah, they've, they've been named to play, so <laughs> maybe a laid out for one of those yeah. players. Um, yeah. So probably potentially some loop action there. Yep. Moving, uh, moving to, uh, over to the others. Mr. Hawker. Yeah, we'll move over to Mr. Hawker. Uh, Brody Smith, I think he's back big time. Um, and he could take that wing role, sort of mid midfield role that Sloan's going to leave vacant. Um, so I'm expecting he could get some more points this week. Two is 55, is fairly solid. The rest of the defence on paper looks really thin. Um Casbolt, Core, and Patton, but they've been getting the job done reasonably consistently. So, which this season, I think sometimes that's just enough. Um, moving into the midfield, bit of a concern there was for old Pendlebury on the bench. Did you did you spot him at all when you were at the ground? No, that's too far away. Uh, well, he came back on in the end and he scored seventy-one, which is probably probably his lowest score this season because he's been very consistent. Um, Tom Mitchell, the pig, is back. Um, first first ton. Last week, yeah. would have been happy with that yeah. one. Probably won't be his last. Uh, the rest of the midfield again, fairly solid on paper. Um, George Hewitt, I thought was a good waiver wire pickup with the injuries that Sydney have copped. Yep. Uh, my question to you is though, can Seb Ross and Angus Brayshaw turn their seasons around? You'll you'll hope so. They're both young and they're both shown that they're, they're good players. But just oh, what what was the last round? You had a twenty-seven from Seb Ross, who I believe was a second round. Yep. Pick um, in the inaugural draft, and Angus Brayshaw, we know, was in the first round and obviously traded to Hawker as a, as a, with a 38. That's just that's just trash, really, for your midfielders. Have I think to, have, they have to, have to turn around. Um, Lysett's not named, so Laddams comes in. How did he get Laddams? Um, I have no idea. That would have been a good yep. hold for Laddams and then sell him at the highest price, but... Yep, could have got a real pick out of him this week, but now he gets gets nothing and Hawker gets the loop. Um, 
Parf at 63, probably a bit under. I was expecting more from him with the sort of wet weather I thought he'd get into the tackles. But the rest of that forward line, uh, well, sorry, Greenwood's been massive. Um, Lipinski's been fairly consistent. But no Toby Green means he gets to bring in my Harry Morrison, who I was supposed to be getting. Um, but uh, actually, I don't mind that. I think Gibbons and Harry Morrison are fairly good players. They should get a fairly consistent scores. Um, Gibbons is probably really good. Really good. Average 66 as a forward as well. Who do you reckon for this one? Oh, sorry, just go on. I think think there'll be a loop of Chris Mayne's 82 on the bench. It's just whether he loops it into the midfield or the defence that he's got the question. Um, With a few underperforming midfielders, he might look to shore that up, but we'll we'll see what movie pulls. Um, I'm tipping in this one probably I'm going to go DT87 in this yeah he's projected to win by 20 odd but I think those injuries they, they really hurt um, big outs for poor DT87 so I'm going with Hawke on this one oh look both teams got injuries though Rao, Sloan, yeah, Malira Green Toby Green Tom Green yep Toby Green's out as well, so I think both sides got enough got, got enough injury cover, and I'm still tipping DT out of seven. Yeah. Team awesome first Pony Fish Islanders. This is third versus second, so probably are boys in the top four. Probably guys that you'll see around at the business end of the season. But yeah, yeah, top quality game. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Team awesome. We always know. We know about Sam Doherty. We know the year he's, he's been having. Absolutely gunning it. A bit quiet last round. At least it was a one saved by a half a football. Um, Sick Dog Sicily's back with a 114. So we'll see what he pumps out oh. this week. Who knows? Um, Hurley and Simpson are always going to be solid. And Luke McDonald was a nice little waiver wire pickup. He has been tagging a little bit, which means more midfield time. That's a bit of a bonus for a defender. But it does mean he's added another North Melbourne player to his team. Mm, that's true. He's got a lot of those. Which to go along as we move into the midfield, to go along with his three other North Melbourne North Melbourne midfielders. Yeah, I don't know. Don't like it too that's, much. It's a little Saturday wide. night could Saturday night could really make or break him. Yeah. Um he's obviously got Lucky Neil, probably the best player this year. Should win the Brownlee if he keeps up, but I think Neil is he playing in real life? I think he's got GWS, so DeBoer tag coming. Or could would um, stop that run of form. And Bradley Hill, 21 last week. What's what's going on there? Yeah, 30, 30 the week before. Is he is he fieldable? I mean, does there, with Fife out, do you look to put a Monday in or do you play a Rupert Wills? Do you, or do you loop a Rupert Wills 51? Mm. Uh, I think he was hoping, we look at the live score, that maybe my check on the bench as a loop option could come in. Obviously, he only got 30, so have to pass on that. But yeah, does he loop a, a Wills for 51? Or do you play do you play David Mundy, I guess, in the midfield with Fife missing, given that he probably will get more mid-time? That's, that's a tough question. Yeah, something, some thinking there for, um, for Tim Orsimer. Um In the rucks, Seth Martin, it's been an absolute gun for us in the past, for now in the ruck department, but on his last legs, you'll, you would think... Yeah, and Big O's been named again, and Big O seems to be the preferential first tap ruck, so that's starting to hurt, I think. Yep. So we're seeing the um, the twilight years for Martin. Mm. The forward line, Devin Smith, absolute gun. 
Grian Mice has been a great pickup. Uh, there was a 50 last night. Gresham Ta- and Tabernard, they've been solid. And McPherson's been down, averaging 48, not getting that midfield time. No, yeah, it, you, you, you thought after Rao you, that he might, but he's just, yeah, he hasn't been. At least he's a Gold Coast player that's playing. I wouldn't know what that is. So he's opted not to play Andrew Phillips, who's coming up against Tim English, which is probably a good move because we all know Tim English is an absolute pig. Rock. Legend. <laughs> so switching over to Mr. Ponyfish Picks himself, uh, defence is very, very good. Um, on paper, it's probably the best defence going around with Laird. Crisp bounced back last night with a 75, but it resulted in Maynard getting 56. So, it's, it's again, it's one of those things that can Crisp and Laird get points in the same game? Probably wet weather footy had hampered the kick to kick. So I think I think they can. I wouldn't have too much concern there. Um, yep. Moving into the midfield, Josh Kelly was really down last week with only a 50. I'm expecting a lot more from him. Um, I'm not sure whether the whether Lions, you know, do the Lions sit someone on him? Who knows? Um, but, yeah, I think he's going to get more than 50. Hopper, again, he was a bit flat last week. Probably expect more from him as well. But big returns in Shuey. And Dersma, which is that's they're the oh, kind Dersma's of guys you want back. to see. He is back. He has been named. Um, probably a bit of a kick in the dick as far as Selwood getting a six, though. So that probably outweighs some of those returns. But um, he's got Liam Shields on the bench for next week as cover. So that's a pretty handy midfielder to come into your side as you as sure. you That's what happens when you get eight. tons of picks. That's right. Um, Todd Goldstein. Enough said. Probably. Second best ruck going around this season, or third best ruck, very close. Um, Flavie Jack had a really good score with 66, but Stevenson was a bit flat on 43. Didn't get those early sausage rolls that he likes. But uh, Kane Lambert has returned to form and is loving the extra midfield time I think that he's getting for Richmond. So, yeah, very solid forward line. Probably some potential loop action that could happen, but a really full settled bench. So, yeah, so I think both, be pretty both these teams have a very Obviously, they're up in the top of the ladder. They've got a full bench, which is important. Um, they both look good. It should be a blockbuster. Who, who are you tipping? I'm going awesome this game. Yeah, I'm going awesome as well on this one. I think he's going to come back, come out firing. It, a lot could depend on who Neil gets. Yeah, it's true. But to match Selwood's six is a bit of a kick in the dick. Yeah, right. hard one. Next game. Moving versus Aussie Merker. So eighth. Eighth versus twelfth. Obviously, both teams having their having a few, well, I'll say more more wins and losses for for one team. Um, the slippery gypsies, Jake Lloyd in the uh, defence has just been an absolute gun. Hopefully, he kicks the ball to Mills a few more times. Should be helpful. Um, <laughs> big inclusion is Stephen May is back. Oh, the uh, big man. Back home. He traded for him and he got him in. Should have never fucking traded for May. He gave me rampy. I was fleeced. And he's yeah. got Dre on the field, so looking to loop uh, a John Noble. Noble 55. Yep, solid, solid score. Jared Lyons has been just everything 90. Fuck, you wouldn't have picked that. And obviously, Lucky Neal's going to get the attention, so he can he's free to do what he wants. Uh, Yo has been a little bit down this year, but uh, with with everyone back in Optus, obviously we've got a few home games coming up. So Yo should lift at Optus Stadium. He got Amira, eighty last week. Yeah, Amira, Swallow, Richards, McIntosh, and Parrish round out the midfield. McIntosh, like you said last game, 
Uh, all those midfielders out for Richmond means these fringe players get a bit more midfield time. But he does have yep. three of those players as a mid-forward playing in the midfield. Which these teams get into to, some yeah, trades. Needs to, needs to do something about that. Um, Jared Witz has been down this year, so I'm not sure what's wrong with old Witsy. Mm. Reaching the heights he has been. Um, Needs a big net trade. Interesting. Um, and again, the forward line is just a bunch of mid forwards. So led by the, uh, the best great, forward line. Led by the great mullet, Bailey Smith. Um, oh, easily the best. I like it. It's the it's the um, bench that's a little bit of a concern at the moment. Seedsman, we think, is going to get named this week. Um, Fritch and uh, Noble are his only it. other players. It's uh, Zach Smith, the handcuff. Sydney Stacks out, Brewster's out, Ward's injured last week, and Scharenberg seems to always be injured, so looking a little bit thin in the core um, bench department. So switching over to Aussie America, um, he's putting his hand up for the scratchy this year. Uh, Jordan Clark now copping an injury last night after looking really good early on. Um, that sucks. You, what do you it say? He got, he's still got 54. TV. It didn't look like anything bad happened, but obviously it was something broke. Yeah, he was in pain. He was in pain. Um, so I'm not sure what the what the injury is, but yeah, he's definitely not had much luck there. Uh, the back line, I think the most consistent scorers there have been Sard and Lukosius, and then the rest have sort of been a bit up and down, but they've been doing enough to get points. Midfield, Gaff, I mean, is he going to get the tag, or is he at home now, and is he going to have the free reign? Swings of Optus Stadium are all his. Lock and load. Yeah, I, I think he'll be absolutely good to go. And Tom Rockliffe has not been named again. Um, so that leaves him very thin with no midfield cover, given that Tomlinson also, again, has not been named. So going to have to have a bit of a fiddle around there to see what he can do. Uh, Robbo's been named, though, and I'm liking his Sydney boys. I think they're good, going to be good young talent. Um, and he gets to have a free hit. Look at Stevens as well. Um, Redden bounced back with an 80, so he should be pretty solid at home. Moving into the ruck, ruck pig. He's had one bad game, and last night he said, no, no, no more of that. 120, thank you very much. Uh, I think we all have him as a VC option in Classic. <laughs> if you don't, you're an idiot. Um, forward forward line, Oscar Allen's been pretty consistent. He seems to be getting some ruck time, and he's averaging 68, so I like, I'm liking him. But the rest of the forward line just looks like to be honest, on paper, an absolute headache for a coach. So maybe needs to get a bit aggressive in some trades there. Bench looking very thin with injuries or guys that haven't been named. Would have been hoping that Lobb could maybe get that DPP status. Um, maybe in the next round he'll he'll attract it. But, yeah, it's looking very thin. I reckon indeed. Um, I'm tipping Slippery's. But slippery, on the projection, Aussie Merker does come out in front, but I think... I think just one later. Sorry, the um, the, the Tom Rockliffe not being named is a big issue. So because of that, I'm going slippery. All right, let's move on. All right, last game. Oops, second last game. Second um, last days, game. Days confused versus Stars. Myself. So days confused. He's back. He's uh, thanks to Pony, played him into some form. Yeah, good work, Pony. Just looking at last night's game, he had a few loops that didn't quite come off. So Gary Ablett, 45, Mike O'Connor, 48. Um, so probably not doesn't reach that threshold that you want, but still, loophole is a free hit. 
Um, and then Dow House was a 43 as well. So I think he went quite in the last quarter or last half. Um, Fenders, I think he's got his whole team almost back. Connor McKenna's back in. Yep. He's going that well. He's dropped Keith. Yep. That's how <laughs> he is. Um, the midfield yeah. band's back together. Uh, Oliver, Merritt, Montepelli, Billings, Hunter's back. Jack Viney and Brendan Ellis just, yeah. How, how good was Hunter last week? Far out. He just, yep. he makes that, that team and this team look better. Yep. Um, Soldo, kissed with a handcuff. How'd he get Soldo? Gave him a handcuff. I don't know. Uh, Dusty Martin's been oh, a little please. bit down recently, so let's just see if he can, um, for, for his sake, and pull his finger out and actually look like he wants to be there. And Jeremy Cameron, you never know, he can kick kick a bag. Jack Butters was a good pickup, and Tim Membridge around out the forward line. Just, yeah, it's looking good. Uh, with very solid time. Bench options everywhere. Yeah, no, he's done well. He's good drafting, and he just needed some guys to come back. Um, switching over uh, to, to your team there, Stars, Mills and Haynes, probably the two best defenders in the comp at the moment, um, looking extremely good. Um B-Boy McAvoy, what's going on there? You've got a number one ruck as your defender. You're not looking to trade him to avoid a donut? No, I've actually got tons of coverage in the midfield, I think you'll find. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Not what I heard. Um, well, it's just pretty no, obvious that, that, that with uh, Segler out, that you will play McAvoy as a sole ruck in these defender status. So, lock and load. That, that is, yep, that's beautiful. Um, and I like, yeah, I like the defence. Needs more from Tarrant, though. The one round you pick him, he decides to have a stinker. Um, going into the midfield, Cornelia, I'm expecting a lot more from him this week. Jack Graham's loving that free reign to himself. Um, many goal was a bit bit down on his usual, 57 last night, but I think he's not really a wet-weather footballer. Um, but the big inclusion, Tim oh. Turan, how barred up were you? Just, yeah, I was pretty pretty excited just to have him in, in the midfield, back, back with the boys. He's looking forward to it. Yeah. And look, from one pig to another, Tim English is going to be tapping it down to him in a fantasy setting. How good is Timmy? Is, is the there coaches out there? Is there coaches out there, Pony Fish Islanders, that would absolutely kill to have Tim English? Uh, I think Pony Fish Islanders does have a Tim English. He's in uh, about, probably about four years. Luke Jackson should be about there. Nah, surely he'll drop Jackson for others to uh, slurp up. Um, moving into the forward line, Jesus has got a bit of the murkers about it. Jack this Martin's not, been this very is not good. <laughs> but Westoff, what Westoff are we going to get this week? Who knows? Um, Big O, he's been fairly consistent. Um, but uh, I'm, yeah. expecting I'm expecting Jamie Cripps to do better at home. Um, lots of good bench options there with Haley that's been named, but yeah, Fiorini not being named, Cunnington still injured. But I'm liking Keith as a defender and Fantasia as a forward option. Um, yeah, so look, going into project predictions, I'm, I'm probably going to go with Dave's and confused on this one, buddy. Sorry. It's all the way. I think we probably tip him every week, don't we? Yeah, well, th- I think this time we're not going to be wrong. Um, right. Sorry. <laughs> last, last game. Um, Manic Monkeys versus Long Vipers. So, 10 oh, who, Who's going to win the round uppercut? This is this projection is a uh, 11 0. 05 versus 1108, so nothing in it as far as projections. So, should we start with the elephant in the room? I think we should. Going. What's going uh, on? There? Yeah, look, so normally, should we do a quick explanation on how the loop works? 
Yeah, so the the, op, the first bit is to put the emergency on the play you want to loop. Obviously, a player okay. playing, playing in the first few games. Mm. Um, being a keeper as well, probably will be either playing him or the first option to loop. So you put the big E. You need to highlight okay. him in purple. And so who's he? Has he has he missed someone there? Yeah, he's missed a goey with a 96. And it could be the last 96 he scores for the next three rounds after, you know, obviously smashing his digits with touching the ball too much. He has been a huh. boy, hasn't he? He has been. So, so yeah, a, that, that is... A lot, uh, but, oh, well. I, I bad, bad move, Bob. Yeah. Um, <laughs> does, although he has done something right. He has got the uh, Isaac Quainer 58 as an emergency in defence, so he can loop that if he wants to. Let's see if he wants to take that score. Um, apart from that, defence is looking looking okay. Liam Duggan, Ryan, Darcy Byrne-Jones, and James Ash has been a really good pickup this year. And Nick Caulfield as well. All these defenders are averaging 60-plus, which yeah. not, not many would coaches you, can say that. Would you, would you take one of those players out for a D8 score? It's tough. Caulfield, the two that would be putting their hands up would be Caulfield and Duggan. And they're both playing at, you know, Duggan's playing at home and Cofield's playing Adelaide. So that that's tough. That's a tough decision for a coach. I'm, I'm not sure what I'd be doing there. So you've got Tim Kelly and Dom Shea in the midfield. So the Eagles boys have a plus. They're back at home for a while. But then the negative is that Luke Shuey is back or his name's in the team. So that might take a few points off. Red Crouch mm. is a slut. Sam Simpson. Uh, obviously a bit of shenanigans there with the FA pickup. But <laughs> he's decent scorer in the VFL. Um, 62 last night, you'd definitely take that and, you know, potential keeper if he keeps going that way. And just mention uh, good old Josh Dacos, lovely 55 there. Good young player. Yeah, good young player, a bit flat, but I'm um, expecting just the wet weather football might have affected his scoring. Um, for probably the first time, he's got two rocks to choose from, Sinclair and Darcy. So, looking forward to who he's... So, he's benching, benching his keeper by the looks of it. Yeah, Darcy's still a young ruckman, so... Yeah, and he just seems to keep getting finding a way to get a knee in the head mid-game. So. Needs a good run at it. Needs um, a good run. Or, or just needs to run without injuring himself. <laughs> um, Tom Lynch, Blake Akers, we saw him his first game last week, 55. Hopefully he gets a bit more of that. Uh, Ainsworth, Aaron Hall. And then Matthew Kennedy was a pick-up a few weeks ago. I think he played his first game last weekend That's for a 55. And we all looked at the waiver wire going, hey, let's pick up Matthew Kennedy, only to find out he's already gone. He's gone. That's so right. Good coaching. Step, step ahead of us, that that move. Um, yeah, that's that's my next team. All right, switching over to the other side, uh, far out. Um, so the first question I've got to ask you, Stars, do older players' points not count? They only count if they're playing. Mm, so I think the age factor starting to hit some of these players at the moment with a lot of soft tissue injuries. Um, going into the defence, look, Ridley's probably been the third or fourth best defender going around this season. Very good pick-up in the draft and got in quite late. Um, but the rest of the defence is very, very thin. Atlee, Carlisle, Keith and Hanley, I, you can't expect too much from those boys. Um Moving to the midfield, Patrick Dangerfield last night, he absolutely loved the cameras. 110 was, up and up. Were surprised? No, loved it. The big head wobble. He, he was looking like an absolute star. Um, Murphy's been named, so that's 
that's okay. I guess that's looking good. Whether he's a laid out, we'll see. Um, Patrick Cripps been up and down, but got to back the kid in. Um, Noah Anderson's been fairly solid, and then rounding it out with probably you know Will Hoskin Elliott's forty eight was a bit flat, but I'm expecting both to have a good game. He's got Dan Hanabry on the field, but I'm not I'm not convinced Dan Hanabry will play, but uh, it gives him some um, going over to the the ruck situation, 57 from Fort's not too bad, um, given that Sam Jacobs is still not being named. Um, but the rest of the forward line is looking, that forward line, I should say, is looking very Merca-esque with a, a flat score from Tom Hawkins. And then, yeah, 57 from Elliot's not too bad. But the rest, yeah, the rest just haven't been performing. So I'm not sold on that at the moment. It definitely needs uh, Sam Jacobs back so we can switch Darcy Fort to the uh, forward position. Yep. Uh, well, look, I'm going to go with a tip. What are you thinking? Who else I going to go with? Um, there's three points in it. I'm going Vipers because Manix messed up the loophole of Dugowie. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go manic because I can't see how Vipers is going to fill that donut. I, um, I think he's got. He must have Plan B, surely. Well, he's got no one on the bench, so he's going to have to drop someone that he kept. Delicious. That's the option. Front. Hate to say that. So way. Prestia, Prestia, Hooley, Dunkley, Howe, Blakely, and Ebert were all keepers, and they're all on the bench. So one of them's going to have to go. Kerno? He kept Kerno. Charlie Kerno, yes. Why? I do not know. All right, well, that's it. That's another week done. Um, All right, good luck, everyone. Look, enjoy your holiday down in the southwest, and uh, let me know if you need to give me a password for your team, and Vipers and I can probably help you out with a few selections. Oh, you can get fucked. Catch you later. <laughs> Have a cracker. <laughs>